Hello and Moses? welcome. Moses? Oh, sorry. Hello, Moses, and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-sir crew goes on a little deep dive in the Jeff ratings is, war. Jeff is better than him, and he knows it. Jeez. Welcome to the Monday Night War Stories as we go down a little ratings war between WCW and WF. And, guys, Nitro's back. And what a way to start off hot on commentary. We'll get there in a second. Nitro's back. Back, yeah, back, 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 back again. I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm sit here with the uh, Slim Shady of all human wrestling databases, Corey Mack. Yeah, I'm just, like, like current day Eminem, I'm just going to say, what's up? What's up, y'all? <laughs> That's what's up. And the ch-ch-chosen one, Mike. Boop. People over there, what's up? If you feel me, stand up and say what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you, K-Quick. You can get with this, or you can get with that. <laughs> You better get with this, because this is where it's at. What a linguist. Bars. <laughs> All the bars. Bars. Look out, Nas. Got a new contender. What a cunning linguist. How the fuck does that even have a 25-year career with that horse shit? Right? Jesus. Come on, we, we shit on Millie Vanilli and we get that motherfucker over the bike? Jesus Christ. What's up? <laughs> Sorry. Get rowdy. Sorry. So Wrong we, time frame. So, guys, this is a normal week where we're going to talk about Nitro and Raw for this episode. Not uh, when I do the Thunder, I do the Smackdown. You know what? I miss it already. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I was going to Millie Vanilli this, but I'm not going to. That's where I would pretend to do the podcast, but I would pay someone else to do it for me. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you Millie Vanilli Bobby Brown or whatever her name is? Really, yeah, the, that's some Stranger Things you get going on there. So let's, I guess, for the first time in the year 2001, let's talk about Nitro. Uh, so, so, just real quick, I went on the old gimmick, because cock free. Yep. And uh, so I started it, and I was like, I was welcomed by Tony Schiavone and Mike today in studio. I was like, what are we doing here? If I was like, oh, fuck, it's the wrong episode. This is the best of <laughs> shit they didn't show. Yeah. God damn it. So I had to get out and start over. So I watched yeah. 10 minutes of a Nitro that didn't matter. Yeah, I'm sorry. One thing I noticed uh, about this Nitro once we get started is over the new year, somebody reanimated the corpse of Ric Flair somewhat. A little. You're not wrong. <laughs> was he wasn't I was going movie. to bring it up. <laughs> Maybe that some person was the new person on commentary. <laughs> Let's get into it. January 8th. Of the year 2001. We're in St. Paul, Minnesota. Corey's pumped. I almost. WCW. Almost quit. Monday Night okay. I'm not finishing the podcast. You guys figure it out. <laughs> swear to God. Same here. As our commentary team is one, Tony Schiavone. Oh, yeah. Scott Hudson. Like 18, baby. And Disco Inferno? Say what now? <laughs> Whose idea of a rim is this? <laughs> I, uh, guys, I I forgot to because I was watching Nitro like at 6 a.m. That I was going to be like, Texas Will, the Kramer, I'm out. Yeah, I'm Sir. Out. I've been up for four hours at that point. You can text me anytime you want. Yeah. So uh, I was going to go, I'm out. Yeah, because. <laughs> and the legendary <laughs> Disco Inferno. Yeah, and like, I was like, the the what? The who now? The, you want to try that one more time, Shivani? The who? The legendary? You know, he threw up in his mouth a little in bit. In his own mind. Again, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> who do you think? <laughs> Shivani's like hated power rankings. Disco, Evan Courageous. Where are we at? Justin, Justin oh, Timberlake. Evan's first. He hates Evan and JT, Disco's like third, maybe. Ah, uh, Disco's a second. I've heard the stories lately. Of... It's, uh... I mean, well, Timberlake uh, pissed off his daughter, so... Yeah. You know. No coming back from that. But Whose idea was this? Disco's? Just nobody above him said no. How about you commentary tonight? They're like, you're still here? 
I thought we fired you months ago. He's listening ago. for a no, but never heard it. So he's like, like you, yeah. you didn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh, uh huh, uh. But yo, know, disco is our chan- uh, is our commentary. If I saw that what? working, I'd be like, well, I want a hundred percent raise. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, all positions hiring. I'm here for the CEO position. What's up? <laughs> yep. I'm here. Take it over. Are you Are you guys okay with it? I didn't hear no no, so I'm You're in. Fine. Yeah, fuck. Touche. Uh, we started the show with a recap of last week's Thunder, as we that was the only live show of key highlights of the night of uh, you know Jarrett versus Sid, and if uh, Sid wins, he takes the spot of Jarrett. Scott Steiner dressed up as the mystery man for the upcoming sin. Yeah, I'm very over that goddamn gimmick now. By the way, well, I mean Jesus, dude. As we learned today, he didn't have to go far to grab that gimmick. Uh, then we start show with the show off with a anti uh, kidnap Ric Flair. Yeah, somebody reanimated the he, corpse. He broke free. Like, he ain't all the way back, but it's like, well, maybe he's heard some rumor and innuendo, so he's uh, angling for some work further down the line. He yeah, comes out to the ring with security, and did anybody notice one of the security guys? I might have. Uh, one, of, I know one of them was looking at the crowd, playing to the crowd. I'm like, bitch, you're security. Turn yeah. the fuck around. Right. It's not. You're not here for you, buddy. Who but do you no. think? Who? Uh, so there, one of the guys up front was a big tatted guy, and ma- I ma- 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 and I believe that was Robbie Rage. Yes, it from was. High it voltage. Was. It was. Yeah. I was like, why is Rage from High Voltage just a security dude now? Like the like the want to be people in the power plant. Surely, with the talent roster the way it is right now, you can't utilize High Voltage. When you did it in 96 and 97 when they were green and not ready to be on TV. But now, they, they ended up being a fairly good tag team. We had some Japan runs. When they have Chronic now, they kind of have high voltage. They kind of do that. Well, at least have them wrestle each other for a week or so. I mean, goddamn. Nah. You got talent. You don't nah, like, right. like, I'm no big high voltage I think, I think that's actually the, I think that's the level he needs to be at is security for Ric Flair. Oh, well, actually, sure that now. But yet so. the thrillers are on TV week in and week out. <laughs> the high school senior vo- football team. Hey, I'm all in now. <laughs> I'm all in. Except for Stasek. Yeah, he can get the fuck out. Stasek, go fuck himself. Stasek's the yeah. backup punter, you punk bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Flair brings up uh, how... Uh, about uh, Brings up Mike Sanders and wonders how, wonders how he became commissioner. Oh, my God. About how he, you know... Uh, how he uh, Rick you didn't watch the product before yeah, he came back he didn't <laughs> no he, no <laughs> well he'll be the first to tell you no no I didn't as <laughs> he's like I wonder how you became commissioner so uh, at sin you'll be defending your job against the cat kill me now we're they again they can't think of anything else to do with the cat <laughs> again we're doing this well it was like what cat was trying to be a top player for about a month and then they're like you know what we'll make you commissioner again and that was great Got, he got to be the greatest. Here's what we got for you. Yep. Commissioner rule. Uh, Flair brings up Thunder and how Steiner costing Sid the match. Uh, he doesn't know uh, um, about how uh, Steiner doesn't know who's still in the match and uh, why he should even put him in the match uh, at Sin. This brings out Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Jarrett says that uh, that he still has a spot and Sid didn't because Sid didn't beat him. Wait, liver spot? Any type of spot. Um, Flair says that Jared is showing his true colors and, and about how 
Jarrett's looking up for himself and how he wants the title. See your true I will not have that kind of uh, slander against the, the good name of Jeffrey Jarrett. Uh, and Je- also, uh, he's not wrong, A, and B, uh, Ric Flair, so did you. Yeah, right. He's uh, just being you. <laughs> as Jeff Jarrett brings up that, that uh, Flair's just trying to stir the pot up, stir it up between him and uh, Steiner. But horseman just, would never do that. He's just there to protect Steiner. Hey, first of all, this is horseman on horseman like slander here. What are we doing? Right? I can't. Tell us this. I can't abide by this. It's not click on click vines. What are we doing? Then uh, Flair says the match at Sin won't be a three way dance. As then this instantly brings out Scott Steiner. As Scott Steiner wanted to be a fighting champ, he goes, no, there will be a three way dance at Sin, and it will be Jarrett Steiner and the mystery opponent. Uh, Flair then makes the three-way a fatal four-way. Play him. There's going to be Steiner, Jarrett, Sid, and the mystery opponent. Steiner says there'll be Jarrett and him versus the other two, and he likes the odds. Flair then shows the video of Steiner uh, getting... uh, 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 Sorry. Flair shows the video of Jarrett telling Steiner that he's not part of the tournament a couple weeks ago. For the getting into this match at Sin, Jarrett says he was just trying to protect Steiner. Flair then shows Starcade and about how Jarrett hit, hit uh, Steiner with the guitar, and St- Jarrett again. You know I was aiming for Sid. Well, he was. Yeah. Then Flair makes the main event for tonight. How dare you? For the title, it's going to be Scott Steiner versus Jeff Jarrett. How dare you? Trying to put a rift between the two friends. I don't like it. I don't care for it. I'm here for the yeah, standard. What, what team Alliance. are you on? Standard Jared Alliance. But they're raising each other. So what team are you on? Standard Jared Alliance. Doesn't make sense. I cannot pick between these two. We have first ballot, no self entertainment Hall of Famer. First ballot. Jeff Jarrett. Yep. And, and we have, I mean, future no self entertainment Hall of Famer, Scott Stein. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a no brainer. By me. I mean, we got Big Papa Pump, the World Heavyweight Champion. You can't. It's like picking between. <coughs> I don't know, two burgers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of lost my train of thought. Uh, a McDouble there. and a McDouble <laughs> with yeah, cheese. Yeah, you can't uh, ask me to pick between Let me double with cheese, sir. Without. Uh, Steiner goes to the, down to the ring and says he's can't not facing Jarrett. It's anti-cheese. Uh, he says he wants to face Flair, and Flair Mary says that you can't touch him or he'll be, you know. You can't touch me or da, you'll, da, you'll da, be da, burst da. into flames. You can't yeah, touch da. this. <laughs> Just now I'm picturing Flair in the baggy hammer pants. Well, you know he had a pair of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, don't worry. Uh, Goldberg and Sarge has arrived to the arena. So before we move on, so Scott Steiner is now just Steve Austin, Ric Flair's living man. We're just doing this storyline. That, that's all we're doing. Because uh, Steiner's like a face in this scenario. He's being fucked over for no reason. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, what, what are we doing? We're, we're starting that. God damn it, <laughs> Scott Steiner. We don't need Scott Steiner as a face. God nope. damn it, God Scott Steiner doesn't want Scott Steiner as a face. <laughs> Jesus nope. Christ. Uh, Goldberg asked, so Goldberg and Sarge is walking by at, a, I think, the sign-in table. I don't know. You can't hear them. The audio isn't playing. And then Goldberg flips the tables at, and then asks where Chronic is. Not under the table. Yep. I can assure you that. We go backstage with Mike Sanders. <laughs> and Sanders is talking to himself and talking about how he can take on the cat and he'll do it again. And then we see the Harris brother, brothers with them. Dressed like security outfits when when they They're were back to being J and J security or whatever the fuck they were. Uh, I thought creative control. I was just gonna say because the, the, that's what they they were dressed when they were part of the NWL. Yeah, well they started with creative control and then yeah yeah. You mean when they were the best version of the NWL? Is that what you're saying, Joe? Yes, the, the Nashville World Order. There it is. Yeah. 
Um, so Sanders unbooks the cat against Ron Harris. Big Ron. Yep. Or Big D. Heavy Ron. Heavy. Heavy. Small D. I don't know. What, I don't know what the names are. It's Heavy D and Big Ron. Heavy big, D. Heavy. Uh, it's uh, so Big Ron and Heavy D. He's yes. not a player. He just big, crushes a lot. Big That's Ron right and Heavy D. Then we, see, then we see Shane Douglas walking up to Ric Flair, saying that he wants a title <laughs> shot. <laughs> Ric Flair almost threw up in his mouth. That had to be done. I mean, that had to be done from both sides under duress. The motherfucker, no, I was filmed <laughs> separately. And just put the screens together. <laughs> yeah, right. They were talking to a broom <laughs> and a green screen. They uh, marveled the shit out of that scene. A big volleyball head. Like, let's look here. Let's look here. <laughs> when uh, they made when they made an Age of Ultron, they used that film as study. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Flair then goes, if you want a title shot, uh, you have to face Sid tonight. And if you beat Sid, you're in the title match. This, good fucking, this fucking thing's going to be a 16-way by the time we get to the pay-per-view. God damn it. They we know. have a Royal Rumble for the <laughs> yeah, Royal Heavyweight title. I was going to say, the Royal Rumble's coming, right? So they decided to do the same thing for the title. Um, let's go to our first match tonight, as is going to be Shannon Moore with the bearded Shane Helms versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. Yes, please. That's, uh, that's Sugar Shane Helms. Oh, sure. And yes, please. What do you think of the uh, the remix of the old Eddie theme for Chavo here? Don't like it. With the added guitar. And, Not a fan. Yeah, I was like, what is happening here? I was like, am I in the cock? What is this terrible yeah. version of this music? Oh, this is what they did for Chavo around this time. Don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Let's bring back Pepe. Yeah. Why mess with That is one of the best theme songs. Mm. Why mess with it? Don't like it one Ooh, bit. Ooh, Chavo! Bow, bow, bow. That's the best theme song. <laughs> That's a good theme song. Uh, Shane Helms joins commentary as Chavo uh, was like, where's Shane Helms? He's like, I'm right here at the that commentary. Was yeah. Where are you at? And he was like, oh, there you are. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Just kidding. He says that tonight's match is supposed to be a non-title match. However, uh, he doesn't like wrestling in non-title matches, so tonight's <laughs> match against Shannon Moore will be a title match. What the hell is that? And the fuck does that? No heel champion has ever said this what before. What shit is that? And if, I demand to defend my title. And if Shannon Moore beats me, I get my title match at Sin. So, uh, <laughs> Shannon, you're in a uh, little predicament It's an here. interesting way to try to fuck Shane out of the title match, but... Yeah. Uh, I guess. Because the way he's talking, I'm almost thinking, so he's going to lose on purpose? Right, that's what it sounded like. get the match back at I was like, why don't you just say, like, if I win, like, talking if I'm a Chavo, if I win, you don't get your title shot. No just, finger poker doom point two point That doesn't make sense at all. I'm so confused. But then again, the, the, the heel was just like, look, I, def- I demand to defend my title. Yeah. I'll defend it twice tonight. It. Fuck it. Yeah. Goldberg, you want some? Come get in some. In fact, if I win, I'm in the world title match in Sin. Yeah, there it it's is. Five-way player. <laughs> five-way yeah. player. It's just for Corey. Uh, uh, more of the corkscrew out the top rope to, uh, onto a standing Chavo. Chavo has a drop kick. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a sexual position. Yeah, he's a just, standing Chavo. A standing Chavo. Uh, Chavo <laughs> with a with uh, more with multiple uh, roll ups as on. Com- like Mr. Bone knows that standing Chavo well. Um, Disco on uh, commentary brings up how he is a former champion, and Tony's you almost like almost had a very wet couch. Hey now, twice. Um, <laughs> Trevor was here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Disco Disco brings up how he was a former champion, and Tony was like, you were? Sure you were. <laughs> sure you were. Nobody remembers he that. He was, right? He was. was he Cruiserweight Championship? Yeah, he was. So at first I was like, was he? Yeah. Yeah. 99. More of the second, uh... Russo. Second rope leg, springboard leg drop for a two. More puts Chavo on the top turnbuckle and goes for a springboard kick, but more slips and then, uh... Falls to the mat. Some Chavo has their double axe handle to save the spot uh, as the crowd laughs. 
Uh, Moore hits a head scissor takedown. Chavo hits the brain buster for the win. Is it more disrespectful to laugh or chant you fucked up? What's more disrespectful? I would say to me, it's equal. laughing. I laugh, probably, yeah. Because at least, like, if you chant the you fucked up, they can, like, ang- like yell back at you and, like, yeah, play, but like, they're just laughing at you. That's you're, fucked up, dude. It's like you feel like you're in an assembly with your pants down. And, <laughs> it's like, that's fucked up, man. Right? Uh, after the match, Chavo goes to hit another brain buster, but Shane uh, chases him off and makes the save on more. But Chavo runs back in, but uh, Shane Helms tosses him over the top rope like he was in the Royal Rumble. This match was fucking great. This was awesome. They gave it, like, time. Shockingly, there was no run-ins or interference. It was just a match. It was really awesome. Plus, I have to be honest, even though they haven't done a lot towards the build... I am low-key really looking forward to Chavo and Shane at the paper. Oh, uh, I think it'll be surprised when we mark on no-self on SmackDown how, yeah, on the, on the midweek war stories. There's some, there's some stuff on this card that I'm kind of looking forward to, low-key. This is not a terrible card. It's not. So I'm pretty pretty interested to see how we go here. But uh, Steve Shannon Moore is um, still green. Chavo had to work a little bit to but get into this HB match. that's 2K. There it is. Not anymore. <laughs> and he was fired. Um... <laughs> God, Shane Helms is so good, though. Even on commentary, he's fucking good, dude. One of the I I can because he didn't like he didn't overstay his welcome on commentary. He he got in when he needed to get in, then got out. Let the commentators do their stuff. He is one of the most underrated talents in the last twenty five years, oh. uh, and not just in ring either. Everybody Josh Allen might get kicked out. Everybody in multiple companies say what a great producer and backstage mind he is. Helps the young Tony guys. <clears throat> Well, he's kind of busy in the land of Titan right now doing that job. Don't worry about that. He was really good at Impact as an agent. Really helped the X Division. So, if you, I'm quick, if, so, quick tangent. If you're an agent, like a backstage agent, are you talent or are you an employee? Employee. So he could just quit. Theoretically, yeah. Tony. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> you grabbed the Tony. You grabbed the wrong North Carolinian. Yeah. Come on, Tony. Eh. Bring in Helms oh. immediately. Tony. I mean, stop, come on. stop using Matt. I mean, if those AEW talents are going to decide their talents, their contracts don't mean anything, can't the W ones mean nothing too? Right. I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> Time to play the game. Uh, we go backstage Ke- with Kiwi. I thought you were going to say Keith Lee. I was like, what? Keith Lee. What? Is he 78 we're years old? God damn it. Dubitably. Yeah. We're basking in the glory of Kiwi. <laughs> Sanders shows up uh, and says he has a deal for, for him. That. <laughs> Sanders gives Kiwi a paper. Piece of paper. Uh, but sorry. Then, First of all, sir, he was talking to Kiwi because he said that over and over and no over kiwi. again. It's like nobody in the company knows it's Kiwi. <laughs> like, fuckers, there's a... You legally can't say Kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> Where he is, brother. But then he sucker punches him. And then, then Big Vito comes out of nowhere to make the save. Why? And then and then says, tell Sanders, if you want to fight someone your own size, if you want to pick on someone your, uh, someone, pick on someone your own size. No, no, what he says is... If you want to throw down, pick on somebody who can fight. Yeah. Totally emasculating Kiwi right then and there. Which is weird because they've already done that with the name Kiwi. Right? So now even the guy saving him is saying, look, this little pussy can't fight at all. Why do you want some of me? Why does Vito give a fuck? I was going to say, why did he become like everybody's big brother on the roster? Well, well. (laughs) I, I, I don't understand what's happening. Dude, just you have a big dick. Do that. Yeah, it's just a gimmick. Yeah. Well, it's not a gimmick. It's like that one time when he forgot his stick bat, but nobody noticed. Yeah. Uh, we see Flair talking with Tolly totally Buff from a distance, segment. but we don't know what they're saying. Uh, that's are, a little weird, isn't it? 
They keep doing that. Like, they're, like, the office, and they're just showing, like, well, behind footage. Is Flair like, having, like, non-flashbacks of the total pa- team total package? You know? Yeah, he's like, it's team package, not team buff. Totally, yeah. dudes. Totally. Totally, Or maybe dudes. he's trying to reform the horseman and bring him buff in. Which, honestly, is not the worst idea. Buff is a horseman, if you really think about it. You need that. It's, it's better than the NWO. He fits. Because NWO was cool, and the horsemen, honestly, are not. They're yeah. just, like, assholes. Like, he fits the... Prima Donna, like him and you can see him, Luger and Flair going out on the night of the town. Yeah. So, cause so this exact time frame. So, Flair, Luger, Buff, and who? Who's the fourth horseman in that company right now? Ooh, that that fits with those guys. That's an because that's an interesting version. So you really got to think. So, because you have Flair's Flair, obviously, and you know who uh, I pick. Honestly, so you know Buff and Luger, they're not this, but they're the Arn and you know. You know who I pick? I take Palumbo from the from the thrillers, the apprentice horseman. They need somebody bigger. You need a big guy, the enforcer type uh, person, or or, or uh, Flair. So, so Big Vito. There it is. Big Vito and Big Vito and Flair have something in common from what we've heard. Well, only one of them has a real big dick. The other one, I lied about it. <laughs> and rapes and rapes people on airplanes. That's Hogan, There's a lot of people who can f- confirm it's a it's it's a, a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> Maybe he's got small arms. <laughs> Let's go to our uh, next match. As it's the cat with Miss Jones versus Ron Harris. Mrs. Jones. I'd like to have a thing going on with Mrs. Jones. I mean. <laughs> she is rocketing up the rankings in the Divas uh, rankings here at the late stages of the Monday Night War oh, Stories. Oh, yes. Because she is uh, all that and a bag of potato chips. What kind, though? Yes. Not salt and vinegar, because those are gross. Yep. Sour cream and onion. There it is. High on the list, then. Yep. Cat uh, makes fun of the brothers for the match. They both jump him. Oh, uh, checks out. They jump the black guy. Yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah. You mean the Harris brothers double team a black guy? Yep. Yeah, yeah you don't uh, say. For the no match, way. back and forth until the uh, brothers. Yeah, rope with them? Just curious. <laughs> uh, pull twin magic. You can look, now but you see, can't touch. I see Heavy D on the outside doing the Nikki Bella. Doing the Nikki Bella with a sandwich in his hand. <laughs> but in the outfit. <laughs> in the outfit. Yeah. The booty shorts. And the low-cut V-neck. Uh, SS on his arm. Twin magic. Miss Jones tries to tell the ref by distracting him. But she has different twin magic. Yeah. And uh, the racist done trains places. It's like, they, I can't tell them apart. <laughs> One Nazi is the same as the other Nazi. They drop an H bomb on the cat whoa, for the win. I'm whoa. sure they did. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. Then we see Mean Gene with the cat as Sanders uh, can't stop him, and uh, he's going. Then this dances. And can't, stop, can't stop. Won't stop. He's yeah. like, I'll show you how much I got in me, and then starts dancing. Fumble. I don't know how that tells me how you're going to fight at the pay per view, but yeah. all right, you can dance at least. We go backstage with Rection and Sid talking. You know, pants off, dance off. I think Rection's talking about be careful, Douglas. And uh, then we see Jarrett and Sarah talking. Jarrett trying to say that Flair's just trying to screw them both. We got to stick together. Flair's like, I'm going to go find him. I mean, uh, Steiner tells I'm going to go find Flair. And it was at this point, right, in the show, where I was having a flashback. I was like, wait a minute. Sid versus Douglas. I'm like, God damn. You got Sid. You got Douglas. You got Jarrett. You got Nash. with the Harris brothers. I'm getting a dis- you got Luger. I'm getting a distinct WrestleMania 11 vibe from this WWE locker room in 2001. So the goat WrestleMania, that's what you're telling me? Yes, obviously. Bam Bam's still there. I mean, yeah, we're getting like all we need is King Kong, Bundy, and DiBiase to show back up. 
<laughs> Everybody's got a price. <laughs> we uh, nine eleven. Look at that. We got a mean Gene with uh, the the thrillers as uh, Gene tells Stazak to shut up. Um, Gene's one of us. Checks out. <laughs> yeah. Sanders says that he was jumped by Kiwi and or Kiwi and Big Vita earlier. So tonight, Kiwi and Vita will be in a Minnesota massacre, and that that they'll be taking on random opponents. Isn't that when the Vikings play in the playoffs? <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't happen that often. There it is. Uh, but the random the Shout opponents will be chosen randomly. So oh, I'm uh, sure they will. Yeah, randomly selected from opponents. this group of people. Correct. In that very <laughs> ring. ring. Uh, backstage, we totally buff talking with Chronic. Luger says that they should have a match tonight against Goldberg and uh, Sarge. Hey, Adam Bomb and Crush. My '95 WWF thing continues. There you go. As um. Luger says, well, uh, Chronic's like, well, yeah, we'll do it, but if the money's right. And like, well, WCW put this match together, so it's, uh, it's a freebie. It's a freebie, so. Which didn't make Chronic happen. Yeah. To wrestle for just their base salary. <laughs> Which is way more than they deserve already. We've got to work for just what we're getting paid? Fuck this. Uh, I'm we, quite quitting. We go <laughs> to Team Canada as they challenge the animals to a Canadian penalty match. Commentary is, what the hell is that? And I was like, isn't it? It's, it's hockey. Isn't that pretty obvious what it is? Mm-hmm. If someone breaks the rules, they go into the pen- penalty box. Cool. You know, they had those forever in Memphis in the 70s and early 80s. They were, had nothing to do with Canadian. It was just penalty matches. Where, but, and they would do it the right way, though. And I guarantee you this match will not be done the right way. Where you strategically put, like... Chicanery puts the baby faces outnumbered and they're in the box and you got the crowd almost rioting. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you this will not happen like this. Uh, let's go to our next match. Lance Storm versus Kidman. Okay. All right. Uh, Conan joins commentary and just argues with Disco the entire time. I like the beginning. They're like, Tony, why the fuck is he out here? Tony's like, you tell me. I don't know. You've been in the back all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aren't you running the committee? I just work here. (laughs) Uh, Kidman with the head scissors takedown. Storm throws Kidman up in the air and just drops him on the ground. Storm sets up a chair in between the top and second turnbuckle. Storm with the rolling thunder, the shoulder roll through. Uh, Storm goes for a springboard move, but Kidman drops, kicks Storm. Uh, Kidman hits a short short pop-up powerbomb for a two-count. Storm with a standing sidekick for a two, or as we call it, a super kick. Kidman uh, kicks uh, Storm into the chair and goes. No, this is technically a a crescent kick. It's a different kick. Yeah, okay. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. As uh, Kidman then kicks Storm and he flies into the chair and goes for the cover, but Team Canada pulls Kidman out. It becomes a brawl between all the. Of the Canada and Filthy Animals. You don't say. Uh, Kidman then hits the Kid Crusher. For the win. Safe to say that Landstorm looked unprettier after the pinfall. There it was. Uh, Killed that switch. Uh, <laughs> a note in two weeks. We have Tuesday Nitro. Tuesday Nitro in two weeks. At least they, the per- they've just reached fuck it. And he immediately he, he he announced why, but it was done so fast. It was I catch it. the because of a movie called Pretender. That's right. I made sure to write that Shout out to Foo Fighters. Yep. 
There it is. It's a good video. Yeah, uh, there's a uh, will be a live performance concert for the drummer on Tuesday on the Paramount. Oh yeah! Ooh, nice. Must be nice to have Paramount. Right. Hate to say it. Hello, I do. Uh, next match is going to be Shane Douglas He's versus than us and he knows Sid. It. Where's his scarf? Uh, it was a squash match here for Sid. I would hope. I, mean, really? I would seriously hope so. It was just a long one. Um, Steiner and Jarrett come out and attack Sid after the match. We go to Mean Gene backstage with Flair. Flair rambles about heart, the heart of the title. So, And then it also brings up that in the Team Canada versus Filthy Animals match, there'll be a special guest referee. And that's going to be one hacksaw Jim Duggan. And then Duggan talks about how he will be calling it down the middle. We are not in cahoots. Not in cahoots. Tough guy. Oh! Uh, where's Miss, uh, where's, where's our, uh, Major Guns? Yes. You said ho. Oh. I mean, she's sucking somebody off in the back. Stands by right. If you, if you well, follow guys, the, she's, she's doing that standing chavo in the guys, back. If, if you follow the rumors. It's a double taping, all right? So double yeah, fun. Let's go our next. Double something. Let's go our promo as it's uh, Booble's <laughs> favorite, Terry Funk. Funk talks about how he's the king of hardcore okay, I wrestling. I think I wouldn't took a shit during the promo. I, don't, I have no idea what he said. Um, I got to be completely honest. Flair has been putting uh, Funk in matches against nobodies. Flair, Funk wants matches against Goldberg, Steiner, and you DDP. You know what? Absolutely 100%. Goldberg and Funk. Goldberg, do what you do, baby. Kick his fucking head the night throw. Come on, Goldberg. One time. Uh, Crowbar then comes out and tells Funk to shut up. And, and that, My favorite part. He's like, I used to idolize you. And Funk was like, good, you should have. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Funk says that uh, Crowbar should have looked up to him because he was one of the founders of ECW. Crowbar then gets... a founder? Not a founder, but I mean, he they, was in it. they definitely <laughs> built on him. They, they, they used him to a lesser degree because it wasn't national TV. Yep. But they definitely used him like AEW needed Jericho in their beginning to legitimize Did he him. lose the title? In a, in a IOP parking lot or whatever the fuck it was? He did not. Okay, that's, no. that's better then. So that's, that's good that. At least it's better in Jericho that way. Was Terry Funk's wife in a, the, the Capitol January 6th? No. Okay, well, no, that too then. She was dead by then. Uh, Crowbar. And she's not, and he's not the Funk with the bitch wife. That's Dory. Yeah. <laughs> so. You heard about that? No. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So they had some, like, fan convention or whatever a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and Dory Funk was there. You know. Yep. Theoretically, to sign autographs. Yeah. People got in line, paid, I don't know, 30 bucks or something to stand in line, right, to get his autograph. When they got to the front, his wife was like, uh, if you want something autographed, it's an additional, whatever, 50 bucks. If you want it not personalized, it's an extra 100 bucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She's such a con dude. It's long been. And, oh my god! And you've heard how many relationships have you heard that are like this? Where she's like this power cut, and he's the nicest guy in the world. Like nobody, uh, Ricky, Ricky the Dragon Blanchard. Yeah, nobody has a bad thing to say about Dory Funk Jr. He's a sweetheart of a guy, if but he's married to this beast. Sucks. <laughs> Who controls him completely? Yeah, she just so like. I mean, he was just. She was just telling, basically telling fans to fuck off. Oh, she's been doing that for years. My God, man. A tradition as old as time. <laughs> hey, Dory, maybe tell for, her the wrong venue next time. For over 50 years. <laughs> um, 
Crowbar kind of gets lost in his promo, kinda. so he restarts it. Well, I mean, Terry Funk kind of shot in there for a little bit. Kind of fucked him up. <laughs> that was awesome. Good, you should have. <laughs> he wasn't expecting that line to come back at him. <laughs> so he restarted it. Um, you guys are missing the best part. What the fuck is Daphne doing the entire promo? Not wanting to be there. She's like lighting sparklers and doing the Humpty dance the entire time. You know, she's just doing Daphne stuff. And I'm, I'm here like, for it. It was distracting. I'm like, what the fuck is she I mean, doing? It's better listen to Crowbar speak. <laughs> You're not so, wrong. You're not wrong. Crowbar tears Funk that he's uh, Funk's old school and how he's new school. Oh, shit. And nothing will prepare for what will happen to Funk at Sin. It's Crowbar's yard. It's Crowbar's yard. While she's doing some weird interpretive dance behind him. <laughs> uh, Crowbar <laughs> runs down, but uh, Funk gets away. And then Mean comes out and hits Funk with a chair, puts him in the tongue and death grip. And then uh, Daphne tries to hit uh, Ming with a chair, but no effect, so he kicks her to the ground. That was awesome. Crowbar then grabs a wooden chair, and uh, Ming decides to punch a hole through it and put Crowbar in the tongue uh, that death was grip pretty as cool. well. That's fantastic. Yeah. Crazy enough, they didn't gimmick that chair. They forgot to. Yeah. He just punched a hole through a wooden chair. I was like, that's badass. And then that's Ming, so crazy. And then Ming tells him if they want the title, they have to get it from him as he walks away with the title. Guess not getting that title. Guess that title's vacant. <laughs> I guess this generation of wrestlers should be happy. Can you imagine if just one of his kids got his, like, badassness? Would be cool. Uh, yeah. There's three of them. And they're all good, but none of them are Ming, you know what I mean? Like, none of them are, like, well, badass I mean, motherfucker walking the earth. You know. Yeah. There's people you fuck with, people you don't fuck with, and then there's Ming. <laughs> and then there's Ming. Because <laughs> Ron Simmons is pretty much known as a, a tough son of a bitch. No. And, and Simmons ain't going anywhere near and Ming. And then there's Ming. Yeah. And then there's Ming. And then there was Mod. Ron Simmons is like, damn. <laughs> damn. Uh, I can't imagine like a, a Doom versus like Hedge Ringers had to be violent. That'd be fucking awesome. Just, Just fucking violent, dude. That's where you would expect Bar Barbarian and Ming versus just, Doom. You you just no selling because people legitimately don't feel anything. Like, I, like, I'm sorry. Is your grandma here working me over? Uh, yeah. Jesus. It's like man. pieces of wood hitting each other. Oh my god. <laughs> we get a Jimmy Hart VJ challenge oh, is this promo. Still going on? What yep. the hell? Actually, I, it probably is. They're probably just <laughs> running the fucking spots. It's like we need a minute and a half on the show. Where's that Jimmy Hart V roll? We get a uh, we get, see we see Mike Sanders's jacket, as in someone puts uh, switched out paperwork. So, do they pay this off for us this week? I don't remember the server coming back up. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. So it does tonight. Yeah, I must have missed the things. I don't remember this. And uh, he went. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, commentary. What the hell did we just see? Our next match is going to be Chronic versus Goldberg and Sarge. Jesus Christ. Oh, never mind. I got it. Okay. okay. Never yeah. mind. I got it. He gets it. Now nah, I remember. Uh, Chronic double teams Goldberg in the aisleway. Clark uh, Russian Lake sweeps Goldberg in the barricade and throws him to the steel steps. Clark's rams Sarge's broken arm against the post and apron. Adams with a big full Nelson slam on Goldberg. Uh, Chronic goes for high times, but Goldberg fights them off and then spears both members. Totally Buff comes out to attack Sarge right in front of Goldberg as he's not paying attention so he can lay out uh, Jack Hammer, Clark Lewin. You egotistical bastard. Your mentor's being like just beating up on the outside. You is. gotta get your shit in. Get your gimmick over. He is get now, your win. He's now 35-0. and 0. As last week he was legitimate. Last time he was on air, 34-0. 
Only 140 more victories to go. They can't be bothered to half-ass it anymore. They're just like, whatever. It's We're, we're done. Uh, Goldberg goes after Buff, but he slips on the apron and falls down. Yeah, checks out. Luger attacks Goldberg with Sarge's cast that he ripped off. Uh, Buff attacks Sarge. Once the cast is in pieces, doesn't it not hurt anymore? I would think so. <laughs> yeah. And by uh, the way, this uh, rendered Luger like spent. Yeah. He was gassed just from doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. Somebody stopped working out when he was out. Bodes well for that tag team because Buff's not exactly Mr. Curbs or Rich Cardio. Uh, Goldberg, uh, Buff attacks Sergeant Goldberg with a chair, and then Luger hits Adams with the cast for, like, no reason. Uh, we go to Mike Sanders, who's in the ring. He has that paperwork, and it's the opponents randomly selected for the Minnesota Massacre. He starts, randomly. Starts, uh, he gives it to David Penzer to read off, as it's Mike Sanders as part of the match. North Carolina! Oh, sorry. Chuck Palumbo. Check it out. Sean O'Hare. No, wait a minute. And they're taking on DDP and Kevin Nash. Hmm. What? It was supposed to be Kiwi and Big Vito. What the hell happened? Somebody slipped one over on the commission. Somebody say something about Zonia. Somebody say something about yoga. I got an idea. I got an idea. So that's the uh, paper slip right there. Yeah. Um... Sanders hits both guys with the belt to start the match. Sanders and O'Hare pull Nash against the post and attacks his knee. Uh, they, Sanders and uh, Palumbo and O'Hare go for a double kick, side kick, but they uh, DDP moves out of the way and they kick each other. Then the Thrillers come out to attack, but uh, Kiwi and Vito and... Uh, That's Kiwi. No, Kiwi. Johnny the Bull stop them at the ringside as Nash and DDP diamond cutter and... Jackknife, uh, Palumbo, and Hair, and the reference calls for the bell. Yeah, just that's done. Like, like, yeah. All right, is that enough? I just wrote uh, insiders win some dumbass match. Yeah, who gives a shit? This is stupid. Our next match in the main event is Scott Steiner versus Jeff Jarrett for the WCW Heavyweight Title. Steiner and Jarrett come out saying the that matches in six fucking days, dude. It's, it's tore me right in half for this match. Yeah. Well, they come out and said that they're not wrestling each other. Flair comes out and says, well, Steiner, if you don't wrestle, you're stripped. And Jared, if you don't, you're out of the match at sin. See, like, he's not Steve Austin. What are we doing? What? Huh? Uh, then Jared starts yelling at Medeja and Shelter. And that notes, Steiner notices that. So that's how the match begins. Well, but why was he yelling at her? Because she caught him with the old guitar looking to plant one on old Papa. Yep. And he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar, and then he was going to elkabong her, sure as day. But then old Papa was like, uh-uh. you don't touch my freak. Uh-uh. And then boom, it started. Uh, Steiner military presses Jarrett. Jarrett with a crossbody off the top rope to Steiner. You know, that's crazy. It's like, Jeff Jarrett's not a small man. That he was... looks so tiny compared to Scott Steiner. <laughs> oh, my right? God. He's about... um, it went backwards. Yes, it did. Yeah, he did. Impressive. <laughs> Bold move, Con. See how it plays out. Steiner, Steiner runs Jared into the turnbuckle upside down and puts him in the tree woe. And then goes and, outside. And chokes him. And grabs the head and bends it backwards. Badass move. Um, uh, who does that? Somebody else does that now. I, I try to remember. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, like Corbin. Corbin. Corbin does it. Yeah. It's a good he, move. He watches his tapes. He knows who to emulate. You should watch some other tapes, too. By the way. Real quick, since we're talking about Steiner's moves being used, uh, the new table of three is the three Steiners. Mm. And I guess most of it is Rick and Scott just 
grilling Bronson for stealing all their moves. <laughs> like, what do they call him in that? Do they call him Bronson? I think, I, they or? probably call him Bronson. I haven't watched it, but I guess most of it's just them just grilling his ass. Hey, that move looks familiar. He was in there. That move. <laughs> hey, those tights look familiar. Those tights look good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Freak looks familiar. Steiner with a power slam, and then they go to the uh, power slams Jarrett on the announce table. It doesn't break. It doesn't break. It's a sturdy built fucking table. Jarrett's just built a Jesus. Last. Well, how many times? Oh. Is, how many times has Stevie Ray? Uh, you know. It's all the only we got, Tony. Uh, then Sid decides to run out to attack both men. Uh, the mystery man comes in, wobbles his way down to the ring, and attacks Jared. Oh, it's like, the penguins here? What the so, fuck is this? And the so, fans start barking. Yeah, because there had been some confusion as to who that mask guy might have been in other weeks. There's no confusion this week. That's the dog-faced gremlin. That robble. Wobble, 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 wobble. And, and plus you can tell because he had a gun in his waist. <laughs> this, uh... This episode of Nitro does a little bit to change the pay-per-view a little bit in terms of where they go because of the fans. Well, we'll find that out on the pay-per-view, War Stories. Awesome. That'll be coming up next <laughs> week. No, not really. But oh, no? <laughs> no. Okay. Find out after the pay-per-view. No, War you will tell us on the pay-per-view War Stories. All right. Or you won't. Or you won't. Or I won't. Yeah, there it is. depends. Figure it out. Just depends. Hmm. You ought to know. I'm wearing depends. Do I have uh, to turn it over to... I can't... I can never find that uh, TNN now. Just... Yeah, we got to turn TNN. We're going to go to uh, San Jose, California. The Shark Tank? For uh, the, for, the uh, 8th of, uh, uh, of January. Hockey fans. 2001. Commentary team is Jerry the King Lawler and good old JR. Uh, we start hey, with... fresh off that big Oklahoma win against Florida State. You hear him talk all about it for fucking two hours? We're going to recap on last week of uh, Stephanie screwing Austin on hey, Raw. Oh, oh, sorry. And then uh, Vince, that part. <laughs> Vin, Vince putting him in the uh, title match on SmackDown. Or yeah, because he's title shot match. Title match. And uh, Vince making the three count for Austin to win. The clean three count. Yep. We're going to uh, start show off with Abe. Hear me out if you haven't heard this one before. A Vince McMahon promo. As he's starting his new year right, and he has a new year's resolution, and it is going to be uh, respecting authority. Respect my authority. <laughs> he must have just watched a recent episode of South Park for this. He has no idea what that is. As uh, Vince shows footage of SmackDown and Rock hitting two rock bottoms on, refer- on referees, Vince says, The Rock will learn to respect authority tonight as... Good luck. Stephanie has come up with a match for The Rock, and it'd be The Rock versus uh, Kane and Rikishi. Well, some of you think that might be unfair, so we're going to give Rock two partners, and those two partners will be referees. What? Yeah, uh, referees. What? Uh, Vince brings up Austin, and he they he brings up why would he make the three count for Austin? And Vince says it's a new year. It's a new day. Yes, it is. There it is. Thank you. And he's a new man. <laughs> and one another Vince McMahon's resolution was to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Thank you. Vince wants to have peace, but then he brings up politics and how he knows how to be a leader. Then Stone Cold comes out to interrupt that crap. Uh, Vince says he doesn't trust Vince. Uh, doesn't believe him. That he's a changed man. Austin tells Vince to stay out of his life. And uh, if he stay out of my life, I'll stay out of yours. 
Vince Austin says that he will beat Angle tonight and get his title back. Angle comes out and then all of a sudden takes a shot at Savio Vega. Yeah, I was like, oh, who are you to doubt Savio Vega? Right? How dare you, sir? You bullshit like, Olympic. Nowhere. He's like, you bullshit like, Olympic gold medal. Nobody cares about the Olympics. Like Kurt's talking about how what he's done in his first year. And like, he's like, you, well, I was winning Olympic gold medals. You were wrestling Savio Vega. It's like, like don't take it. How, how dare you, sir? You talk to anybody in the business, and yeah. uh, including Austin, he'll say, "Goddamn right, and I enjoyed every fucking yeah. minute of it." You Savio better hope you're running Savio Vega, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, no, beat the living fuck out of you. <laughs> no Vega. No King of Triple Threat match, yeah, sir. King how of fucking the dare you? Hey, that motherfucker survived in Puerto Rico for decades. Who are you to doubt Savio Vega, you some bitch? He never got stabbed. Uh, Angle says that. <laughs> Where was he when Bruiser got stabbed? Awesome. He was there. <laughs> I'm sure he was. Oh. And how the plot thickens. Uh, Austin, Angle says Austin won't be taking the title away from him. Angle says, you know, I've defended against multiple people. Didn't I face, didn't, weren't you in the Hell in a Cell match? And didn't I not beat you? There it is. And I beat you at Madison Square Garden, where it was you and The Rock, and I think it was Austin, Undertaker. There it is. So, Facts. I'm meeting you. Angle says what doesn't impress him is that Austin's a beer-drinking dr- redneck making fun, of in- uh, making fun of innocent women like Stephanie. Um, Austin says, well, you know, I mean, whoop your, I mean, whoop your ass, and that's the bottom line. And then he reaches for beers, mm-hmm. and uh, as he's going to drink his beer. Hurry, hurry, nope. As he's going to drink his beer, uh, Kurt Angle hits him with the belt and runs off. You I like this, but goddamn, did it take too long? Yeah. How about we just break up the promos? How yeah. about Angle comes out after the first match and says his bit? Stone Cold doesn't have to be. Out they there. do it occasionally, yeah. like they'll, you know. <sighs> Like, I'm okay with Vince starting the show. It made sense for Vince to start the show. And it made sense for Austin to come out. But then Angle should answer later. Like, to start maybe the second hour or something. Right? It's just, it was too long together. But I did, I did like Kurt's rebuttal. Yeah. No, it was good. It was a good rebuttal. Uh, we got a recap of uh, SmackDown of Benoit and uh, Jericho with the Radicals and the Hardys getting involved. So our first match tonight would be Chris Jericho <laughs> and the Hardy Boys versus the Radicals. Oh, fuck me. I'm so tired of this. Match one starts at 21 minutes into the show, so about 25 minutes. Could Jericho and the Hardys uh, be any more dissimilar? No, you I mean, my God. Hey, they all have long hair and they're youngish. Let's put them together as the Tiger Beat masturbation team. Uh, Yeah, why not? I mean, one of them definitely uh, wants to overthrow the government. One of them uh, has so many concussions, he has no idea what the government is, and the other one is just on drugs. Right. So, I, you know. Uh, Braun starts the, uh, on the ramp, starts the match. Radicals isolate Jeff in the corner. Saturn hits Jeff, uh, runs Jeff into the corner chest first. Uh, Jeff hits a swan tom, but it's too hurt to make the cover. At that spot, Jeff looks really hurt, so Benoit hits him over to get himself tagged out. Um, Terry gets on the apron and distracts Jericho, but he grabs her and yeets her off the apron. Uh, how dare you? Uh, Benoit goes to the cross face, but Jericho... Rever- so I was like, was he trying to run into the turnbuckle and she jumped off? Like, what was that spot? It looked like it. That's what it looked like, but I... She was like, couldn't have, hell no. <laughs> that couldn't have been the spot that we're going to do, right? Well, it looks weird. She just jumped to the side. God damn it. Oh, fucking loser. Uh, I don't know. It's like that, it's like that thing of, uh... <laughs> 
I think he was supposed to throw her into the turnbuckle, but she's like, I'm not she's doing like, that spot. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Uh, Benoit goes to the crossface, but Jericho reverses it for a roll-up for the win. Lita pulls Dean off the apron, and Dean gets uh, grabs like a nacho vendor machine uh, vendor crate and eats it onto Lita. So she's covered in mustard or nacho cheese, one of the two. It's mustard. Technically, uh, it was like hot dogs. Uh, hot dogs. It's the other way, I would have taken care of it for her, but... Uh, we go like, backstage for Stephanie talking. Like, what I'm not going to look off eight pounds of mustard. Um, Stephanie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stephanie got the crate on last night, so it's Lita this week. Uh, Stephanie is in backstage talking with a couple refs, and the refs say, hey, you know, Tay Long say, hey, it's not on my contract. And Jack Dorn's like, we're not wrestlers. Then so Teddy Stephanie Long blocked a bunch of people on Twitter. He went on that spree. <laughs> and then uh, Stephanie's like, well, since Jack and Teddy, you've talked, you're in the match. Uh, during the break, we see Lita telling the Hardys that she needs to shower, and they walk you away, smell. and then Dean Malenko... Uh, was she looking for volunteers to help? Or why is she telling them she needs a shower? I mean, if you're asking volunteers. Yeah. You know. But uh, Dean Malenko's like, uh, shows up, and then... This is still happening? Yes. We go back... So yeah, you know, more sexual assault. Fun, right? We Good go stuff. I thought this feud was over like a month and a half ago. No. So did his wife. <laughs> Uh, we go backstage with Kevin Kelly with The Rock as Pat Patterson pulls the old hawk and opens the door and goes, oops, and then goes back inside the door. My wife is married. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's a good defense. All right. Yeah, that's funny. I was like, hey, Pat's here. All right, hey, Pat, what's up? <laughs> Oop, Vince is going to go banana. Uh, rock says that he uh, will win the old Pat Patterson. Fuck yes. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, rock. You know Briscoe? Oh, more than, uh, not more than Briscoe, but he'd yell at him if he's pissed. Briscoe, he would just do it for fun. Briscoe, shoot on him. I'd be fine. He's fine. Uh, Rock says that he will win the Rumble, and he doesn't care who he's facing at WrestleMania if, if it's either Angle or Austin. But Austin, if it's you, who we can't wait for that. So it's just you know, like, oh, so Angle has no shot. You just just assume Austin's winning. Thanks, Rock. Um, Rock says that he doesn't Good. care that he has refs for his partners because uh, he relayed the smackdown on Kane and Rikishi himself. Then we go backstage with a peeping Tom of Dean Malenko looking in the shower God of Lita. Is this Porky's? Yes. Yes, it is. As, <laughs> Porky's uh, Romano? Porky. <laughs> Take on me. Uh, and then the Hardy's. Real big fish? Uh, the Hardys show up and attack Malenko, <laughs> and I just love the line from King, the King. What the hell are the Hardys do in the women's locker room? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, but they uh, Hardys attack Malenko. They put a table leg on the leg of Dean and then hit the table leg with a chair to attack Dean. Uh, we get a recap of uh, Val Venus attacking China. Feels like two years ago. As we get another sit down segment with. Uh, Michael Cole in China. China says she's been doing therapy and she might she might not need surgery anymore. Uh, Cole says, "Will you think you'd be back?" And she says she hopes so, but the doctors keep saying no. I side with the doctors. Yeah, me too. Uh, but tonight she's going to watch Gun beat the hell out of Val as hit Val Venus and the Billy Gun are in a lumberjack match tonight. You know that leads to now, Joe. What? The music, baby. Bump. Uh, I I told Booble I, I told Booble this the other day, but uh, uh, 
when I brush my teeth, I, I put me, a song on just for like, you know, what they yeah. say, like, go two minutes. So I just put a song on. First song was that. I was like, fuck it, I'm going in. So it's f- so bad, it's growing on right? me. It's, it's, it's good. such a terrible fucking song, but I, I'm here for it. Who would have thought he would have a worse song than Ass Man? I, first of all, sir, how dare you? Oh. Yeah. Put some wet on it, you pussy. Yeah, come on. First of all, that's yeah. daddy ass to you, sir. Daddy ass. Scissor, Scissor me. me. Ooh, daddy ass. Uh, Women hate that. We got our Jonathan Coachman with Billy Gunn as oh, he says he's going to make Val's life a living hell tonight. As our Ooh. next match Ooh. is Val mm. Venus versus Billy Gunn with a lumberjack match. I'm glad we haven't seen this match in the last 16 months. Uh, Billy gets thrown into the RTC, but he beats like, them all up. Like at some point, just let the China thing go. You're not winning this. Just move on. Yep. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Billy Gunn gets thrown into the RTC. He beats them all up. Gunn throws Val into multiple baby faces, and they beat him up. Uh, Gunn with a tilt roll slam. He's going for the pile driver, but Val tries to leave, but the APA throw him back in the ring. Ivory gets into it with APA, and then they throw her into the ring. As she leaves the ring, RTC's checking on her. As that's happening, Billy Gunn hits the jumping neck breaker for the win. RTC then attacks Gunn, but then all the baby faces get in. Then it's a pandemonium since it's the Royal Rumble. But then they throw S.A. Rio out, too, which is funny because I'm like, he was on the baby face side the whole time. They just yeeted him out. They don't like him. It's racist. Uh, we see Edge and Christian uh, wishing Kurt Angle good luck. They love what they did. What, uh... If you think what they, uh, if, if Kurt loved what they did to Austin, wait till they see what they have in plan for the Dudleys tonight. Uh, then we see anal J- probes. Yep. Then we see Jack and uh, Teddy, the referees, standing in a hallway until Kane shows up and then just shoves Teddy against the wall. That is why Teddy. That's why Kane got blocked. <laughs> then our next Kane got player block. Maybe player. Our next Take match is Kane and Rikishi versus Jack Doan, Teddy Long, and The Rock. Did Teddy ever wrestle? Or was he just a manager? No, just a he did those manager matches, though. Like he No, he did um, crew setup and then refing and then managing. Uh, but Teddy has to start the match. Uh, he's the only one of the two that can take some sort of a bump. So. <laughs> Rikishi hits Teddy with a small corner splash and stink faces him. Teddy, oh. Teddy then oh. crawls through the legs of Rikishi Jesus. and tags in the rock. Uh. Rock distracts the referee for the other refs <laughs> that come in to kick Rikishi. Rock hits the spine buster. He's going to go for the people's elbow, but the cane comes in and cl- choke slams the rock. Rikishi's going to stink face the rock, but rock low blows him. Rock hits the Samoan drop on Kane. Kane goes and grabs a chair, but Jack Dorn tries to grab for him, and uh, Kane throws Tim White. White then calls for the bell. Kane chokeslams Jack. Rikishi hits a running corner splash on Teddy. Rikishi and Kane attack Rock until the Undertaker comes out to make Play the it? save. Rock hits the rock bottom on Rikishi to finish the segment. We go backstage with Stephanie as she can't believe that Undertaker ruined her plans. Vince says that Undertaker and Rock will learn to respect authority on SmackDown as it will be Undertaker, Rock, Rikishi, and Kane in a fit or four-way player. Winner will be in, in a... Winner of that match will be number 30 in the Royal well, Rumble. I know one. I was like, yep. Which one of these people doesn't have the gas tank? Got it. Do you think this is just them? 
flaunting their what they, their riches by well, if you're having a fatal four way at your uh, pay per view, we're just going to do one on SmackDown with better names. I hate it when they when they do it where you know who's going to be one in thirty before the fucking pay per view. Yeah, I hate that. Um, the only time I ever like it is when they have a match where the winners won thirty and the losers won. Yeah, then it makes sense. But beyond that, it's just it's dumb. I like the surprises. The you know, whole they point did that, is the surprise. The first time they did that, they did it on the, the free-for-all before the pay-per-view. It made total sense. Yeah. Because it's still the day of. Mm-hmm. And you build in some, like, okay, okay, I like that. Where they, where they said, like, oh, yeah, earlier today, all 30 guys drew numbers, and the two guys that drew blank numbers are wrestling on the pre-show, and the winner gets 30, and the loser gets one. I was like, that's a cool idea. It's a really good idea. And then they never did that thing. Not, like, not too long ago, a couple years ago, like, they've ruined... Like one of the rumbles, it's like you knew who you knew when someone would be coming out. It was just like well, because they always book it now for storyline. Yeah. yeah, which is annoying. Which is, I mean, it's not bad to have a couple going through there. A couple, but now it's like, like they've always been bad. That company about hey, Mister Ass is feuding with the right to censor, so Val Venus will come out, and then next is the one, and then after that, Bull Buchanan will come out, then the Good Father, and then it's like, oh, what's the next feud? And then those two guys come out. It's like, come That's on. That's annoying. Our next match is for the Hardcore Championship as it's Raven versus Steve Blackman. That's 2022 Impact Hall of Famer Raven. So who's else in the Hall of Fame? Impact? Yeah. Dudley's, Angle. Uh, Angle, Sting, Dudley's, uh, Dixie Carter, um, Mickey James. Okay, so I'm asking a different way. So for the Impact Hall of Fame, who deserves to be in it? A- um, AJ, AJ Daniels, Daniels, Joe. Yep. Uh, most of the X Division guys, because if that division Storm, to be in it. Rude. Yeah. Uh, they, they were important there, but not Sting. I deserves <coughs> it. Not Sting to be, deserves not it. to be one of the first like five. That Shamrock's in. Is Jared in it? Jared's not in it. Shamrock's Fuck in it. Christ. Uh, he got it well, last year with fuck the Ro- that Hall of Fame that yeah. it on it. So the No Solo Entertainment Hall of, Hall of Fame more important than the Impact Hall I mean, of Fame. I mean, Shamrock got I've in. I've been saying that. Yeah, yeah, Shamrock got in last year and or two Why? years ago, and Rock first ever NWA champion during the TNA era. And Rock was the uh, did the video hit a dead for him. Uh, for the, this match, Raven hits Blackman with a trash can. Blackman hits Raven with a kendo stick. Hardcore Holly then like enters the match, has his own ref, so it's a triple threat player. He hits Raven with multiple trash can shots. Uh, Raven sprays Blackman and Holly with a fire extinguisher. I'm glad you added that last part. For the win. If Holly, if you bring your own ref down, it's not actually triple threat, though, right? It's two individual it's, matches. Yeah, yeah, two separate matches. Yeah. So two separate so matches. I don't like they, I mean, it's not you. I don't like they call it a triple threat match. It's yeah. not you. Like they yeah. call it that. But I was yeah. like, that's not technically correct yeah because it was a triple threat match you would just come down and be in the match they care so little to to get it right though it's like that's triple threat whatever I don't care uh Holly runs attacks Raven on the top of the ramp and hits a suplex and the ref makes the count but Blackman stops it Raven runs off as Blackman and uh, Holly continue to fight each other as uh, Raven runs into a car who's there's already a driver in sight in the van car and drives off. So who's drive the vehicle? Eric Bischoff. So I love that everybody on Earth runs away to a car and it's never a big deal. But why does it matter now with Raven, who is irrelevant as it can be in this company? Because they want to make a big deal of who's driving. Eric Bischoff. I said. 
He's tra- he traded the Hummer in for a Toyota Corolla. He's too busy trying to buy a company. It is. Uh, we see backstage Edge Christian talking to into a locker room, telling them, "Hey, when you're when we tell you to come out." Uh, we get a 1998 Royal Rumble replay of Kane, 99 of Kane eliminating a ton of people. We get a... The, uh, is that the record? Or was it no, or was the, record the record later? No, no the record's uh, this year, I think. Well, spoiler. Jeez. <laughs> right? Jeez. Oh, spoiler. We haven't got there yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Royal Rumble <laughs> replay that. We get to go to WF New York as it's Kai and Ty talking about how great their food is. And so now we know why they picked the guys who can't speak English. They were actually just say this food is the fucking dishes like eating dog shit. <laughs> yeah. If that dog shit had been lit on fire a week ago and left sitting in the sun. Indeed. <laughs> uh, then we get an Edge and Christian promo as what do we know about the Dudleys? They love tables, they reek of odor, and they're, uh, they're loved by Rikazoids. So Edge and Christian say that they went down to Dudleyville and they bring out Mama Le- Mother Lay and Levon. <laughs> and they bring out two people who are supposed to be the Dudleys family as they show. Uh, Baby photos of the Dudleys with bad Photoshop on. And then the uh, real Dudleys come out as Edge and Christian hide behind the parents. Edge and Christian run off as the th- Dudleys try to 3D the dad. And they was you up. the dad didn't get up enough? They didn't get up enough. And wow. then they, then they, uh, then they uh, was. Have you seen the number of Dudleys there are? He got up enough. Uh, then they uh, was up the mom and powerbomb her through the table. Okay, so you skip over it, so I'm going to give you the two great lines from Thank Jerry Lawler in this segment. Thank you. When they were doing the uh, was up to the mom, King said, Devon tried to go back to where he came from. <laughs> and then when Bubba Ray powerbombed her, he said, Bubba got wood on his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, those are great lines. Tried to go back where he came from. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Uh, Lawler still has Those it. Those are great fucking lines. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, pal. Oh my God. Uh, we see Vince and Stephanie talking as Vince says that he would like some coffee and tells Stephanie go get it. As <laughs> then Vince, that's fucking rude. And Vince takes off his jacket because he's getting more comfortable for some reason. Because he just told a woman what to do. And then we tell recap. We get a recap of Saturday at the Rock at the CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, as he's there with Bill Gates to unveil and display the brand new Xbox. How about that? God, I felt old as shit. How about that? So I don't. So you guys do this show. So what? So in '95, was it G? Was the PlayStation even out yet? PlayStation was. Okay, did it come out like '95, '96? Uh, I'll look it up right now because I never, I never, I was never a PlayStation guy. Because at the very least, I mean, so it was out by '96 for sure. So if not, it was definitely. So we'll say for sure PlayStation. So we've gone through PlayStation, PlayStation Two, N64, and now we're on the Xbox, which means very soon. Probably in like two years. Like I'm not going to tell them the war stories, but the PS2s. Like they've already like PlayStation came out, released in Japan in December of '94, and North America in December of '95. Yep. So '95, so yeah, right around the next. So right around when we started, we've gone from PlayStation to Xbox in the war stories. That's crazy. How about that? That's crazy. That's nuts, right? I never yeah. thought about that. Cool. All right. Uh, we see backstage Vince asking someone what's taking so long. As then Stephanie comes in as he heard as she heard that line going, "Well, I made you a fresh new pot." Then you hear the toilet flush, and then Trish comes out. Uh, Vince says, "Well, it's not what you think." 
she was here just to talk to you. Stephanie says, well, if it's not what you think, then uh, I'm going to put Ste- uh, Trish in a match tonight. And it'll be Albert and Trish versus Tess. And Vince was like, I'm okay with that. I don't care if she gets hurt. She already surfaced me. Then we get when we go to WF New York and we ask the fans um, who's going to win tonight's match between Angle and The Rock. Let me guess. It was mostly uh, or Austin and Angle. Yeah. I guess it was mostly Austin. Mostly Austin. Yeah, there it is. Uh, we get an XFL promo, and then pretty soon, are you guys tough enough? I popped. As I uh, send enough. in your video soon to learn about details, and maybe you can become a next. I am WWE sad superstar. that we're not going to get to it on the war stories because I would recap it every week. I love tough enough. That was a good show. God, I, I love it so much. I hated tough enough so bad. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, first, well, I'm just not a big reality TV guy, period. Like, I just don't like any reality TV. But also, I was like, I want to watch some dumbasses who don't deserve it get a shot and actually get a get what amounts to a free ride into a contract just by being on a stupid show. I'm fine with it. Shout out Josh Matthews. Goat. Uh, our next match is going to be Albert and Tess, or Albert and Trish versus Tess. Tess with the DDT. Tess is going to go after Trish, but William Regal comes out. Uh, this distracts Tess as then he uh, rams the neck of Tess on the top rope, and then Tess turns around into the Albert bomb for the win. So what the hell did Austin hit him with? Because his face is fucked up. Right, he got hurt. I don't know. Something. But they usually gimmick the shit out of those pipes, dude, but holy fuck, man. Something, something missed the mark because... Bam. I wonder if he, like, hit his head maybe on the car when he, like, flew onto it or off of it. Whatever Because his face is, I mean, he got, just like he got the shit of like, Mike Tyson. He looks rough. And also, I was like, really? This is just now, we're, this is what we're doing? We're going to a regal test feed? Literally out of nowhere for absolutely no reason. All right. We see cool. uh, Stephanie backstage telling Vince that he planned that. Then Vince is like, no, Regal is just an upright gentleman that he, he saw someone in distress and came out to help. Uh, then we get a promo of the promo that we started the show with off. We get a recap of Angle's history in the WWF. This leading to our first match, our main event, Kurt Angle versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. Commercial free. Commercial free. Hit all of our commercials. Uh, Austin has his eyes set on Angle and just goes straight after him. Not going to pose. Austin with the Luthez press. Austin with a gut-wrench suplex. Uh, Austin clotheslines Angle uh, into the crowd. Regal comes out and tries to attack Austin with a pipe, but Austin attacks Regal. Austin hits Regal with a chair. Austin's attacking Regal, and Angle runs at Austin, but Austin the back body drops him back into the crowd. Austin climbs the barricade and jumps off it and clotheslines the... Uh, uh, Kurt Angle. Uh, Austin jumps off the second turnbuckle, but Angle catches him and does an over-the-head suplex. Austin goes to the stunner, but Angle uh, grabs him and hits another suplex. Angle with multiple suplexes. Angle, Austin st- does the stomp in the corner. Austin with the spine buster and then double axe handle off the second turnbuckle. Austin goes for the stunner, but Angle reverses it. Angle goes for the Olympic slam, but Angle, uh, Austin reverses that. Austin then hits the stunner, one, two. Triple H pulls the ref out and punches the ref. Angle throw, Austin throws Angle to the outside and tells Triple H to get into the ring. Triple H and Austin brawl the outside. 
Triple H and the hits Austin with the steel pipe. Austin is busted open, and we finish Raw with Triple H standing over Austin on the announce table. A couple of things here. So uh, it's a good little match. It was it was a fun match until the ending. Until the ending, and I yeah. Okay, uh, what was the better show, guys? Raw. Raw. Yeah. So also, I will I say Nitro wasn't horrific. I didn't hate Nitro. It wasn't horrific. I actually thought Raw was pretty good, and Nitro was way better than it's been in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Raw was just a good show. Uh, I mean, it was a bit bad for them, but they needed the time off. Yeah. In a weird way. Well, let's go to the ratings. Uh, last week, you know, no Nitro. WWF got a 4.5. This week, WCW back. A 2.1. Or WWF got a 4.8. Nitro went up. They've been closer to fives lately, so that's kind of disappointing. That's not good. You know what is good, though? Our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start off with best match. So, uh, I liked Austin Angle till the end. That was I was gonna say yeah, I, that, that was, was mine till the end. So I went with Chavo versus Shannon Moore. It's a good pick too. I went with Austin and Angle till the end. Um, yak match of the night. Um, to me, it's the it's Jericho and the Hardys against the the Radicals. I'm just tired of it. Mine is Kane and Rikishi versus Rock and two refs. Um, too. Mine was. Val Venus and Billy Gunn. How was Raw better? We all picked Raw matches for the worst match of the week. I don't know. <laughs> and three different ones, too. So, yeah. I mean, we like. Uh, who was your MVP? I actually had two. We have a co. I have oh, Rock oh. and Triple H. Uh, crowd popped when he showed up, man. I did still over as fuck. Yeah. And Austin is just, just awesome, man. That can't, is what it is. Can't deny that. Um, I didn't really have a like a standout guy this week. I'll probably have to go with Triple H just because the crowd popped when he showed up, and he, you know, he stood tall at the end of the show. But um, I'm I'm just gonna I'll do Triple H as well. There's there's just that tough. Like I thought Angle, but not too, you know. Blown, you know, like oh, he he did this to, but uh, who is your motive? See, I'm looking forward on this one because I know for fact stuff that you guys don't. Not that it's any big secret, but Albert, as this is the end of anything important for Albert, uh, Trish is going to slide straight into that Vince thing, and Tess has been moved to Regal. So Albert, so Bill Demont gets fired. You ain't looking too <laughs> good there, Albert. Albert, think about Japan. <clears throat> um, mine is Kurt Angle. Mm. Not for anything he did wrong, but he has been de-escalated as the world champion in tradition that's fifty years in the making. I say they have. It's now it. Triple H and on Austin. The Rock's more important. Angle's still the champ, but it's funny because when Rock had the title, Angle was more important. Yep. It's, it's, it is a tale as old as time with that fucking over company. Fifty years. That motherfucker's down the card again. Uh, my motive's Ric Flair. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Or should I say Rick McMahon? Or, you know, 
Uh, I mean, that's Vince, actually that's actually on brand. That's Vince Flair, one of the two, you know. Well, he's got a flair for the big man. It's interesting. Ooh. So this brings an end to the this week's episode of the Monday Night War no, Stories. What, what the, the fuck? fuck, Joe? Oh, what the fuck? Yes, yes. What the fuck, guys? I got mine. Mine is uh, another goddamn commissioner match. Uh, can we just pick one and move the fuck on with either of them? With Flair there, why do you need a commissioner? A better point. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, he is CEO, right? So, Commissioner so, in charge of... Mine is my disappointment. Ooh. As soon as Austin won the match on SmackDown, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. I remember what happens now. I uh, didn't. I, I no did idea. not. I was like, oh, yeah, now I know who gets the Rumble title shot. I only know who wins the Rumble, not anything that else has uh, happened. Same. So I, do you know who gets the Rumble title shot? No, I don't. No. Oh, I do. Well, I mean, what we do now? at this point in the week, I didn't know. But when, we, when, I, when I watched this, I still didn't know who. I was thinking it was going to be... Uh, um, no wonder they've been having 38 number one contenders knowing that the guy getting the shot was just taking time off and sneaking back in. I was just thinking it was going to be Undertaker. And I was like, and that's a what the fuck for me, because, wow, cool, we get another, but only this time it's a cold-ass angle Triple H match. Yeah, Either guy feuding with each other, just, uh, I'm not a fan when you put guys who aren't feuding with each other in big title matches on your big pay-per-views. Yeah. Uh, on a No Way Out or yeah. a Judgment Day, whatever. But one of the big four... And there's not even a story behind them. So I think the only way I agree with you three out of four times. Yeah. This will be the one time because you have the Rumble match. It's not really the main event. The Rumble sells it. You can kind of, it kind of gets away with it. Yeah. Like very rarely is any match overshadowed. Like the only one that really comes to mind for me is the match from last year. The street fight. You're not wrong. But beyond that, it's it's the Rumble match is what matters. True. That's true. You can kind of, I think you can get away with it here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, my, my yeah, diesel, I agree. My, uh, my, my WTF, uh, big daddy cool right there in 49. My WTF is the idea for what we talked about earlier with Ric Flair being the Vince McMahon to Stone Cold Scott Steiner. Yeah, I don't get that, man. I'd like the fed, the, the fans love Scott Steiner. So, in every other instance in the history of wrestling, you should turn him. That's the one guy you should be like, fuck that. This dude is a heel. I will just say that um, interesting. Interesting. In fact, that you guys said so, that. So now, timeline, timeline, now, now it, this is the end of the Monday Night Yeah, now you finally got now to the I end, Joe. What the fuck, Joe? Um, yeah, that's my what the fuck. What the fuck, Joe? Why are you turning to Jeff Mack? Like get eleven weeks to go. Sorry, guys. You can get there. Uh, sorry. Uh, so this brings us to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. As we're going to sin. As on the midweek war stories this week, we will mark out no cell for sin. The one pay-per-view I have been waiting to not watch for over six years. Six. I got mine out of the way. Mine was over the edge. So, I mean, uh, three is. years ago. <laughs> I got mine out of the way. Now it's Joe's turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I waited the longest. And I was really left looking forward to both of those, so yeah. I'm cool with whatever. Well, we're going to drop just, a leg on you. I'm just excited because Sin isn't bashing the Beach 99, which broke my spirit completely. Is, so just I will contend till I die is the worst pay-per-view that's ever happened. Oh, so that includes Beach Blast. Oh. That includes anything from fucking UWF, Herb Brooks, whatever. Yeah. Beach, Beach fucking December Bash the Beach 99 is like, the worst pay-per-view ever. Oh, it's so bad. Sin cannot be that bad. Nope. 
Well, we'll find I mean, out. for a fact, it won't be for me. We will for find a out. Fact. We will find out on the midweek war stories as we mark out no so for that pay per view. Oh, we know we're going to mark out for the oh, main event. I mark. I'm not surprised. There might be a few matches I mark out for that. So uh, next week, my my MVP, my LVP, my what the fuck, my everything is Sid. Just just Sid wins everything. Well, for the last time. Ah, uh, so uh, you can find us on. On and at NoSoEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSoEntertainment.com. We can find us all on the social medias, the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. Uh, you can also uh, find us you know, you, uh, at NoSoEntertainment.com. We, we do everything for you. You can listen to all of our podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on Spotify. Baby! And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast.